Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Cowboys on the third in Galveston from their own 30. Back goes Prescott again. He steps up. He is going deep downfield, and it is caught! It is caught! That is T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Hilton. I don't know how they got the ball to him, but he just came down with an amazing catch. They just pulled off a third and 30. Man, it's just wild, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coach made a call. Uh, you know, people just got to do the job, really, man. You know, they good throw by dad, good catch by him. But uh, if everybody just do their job, nah, that play would have been stopped easily. But, uh... Were you in trail technique on that? It was a look like cover two from Yeah, was, uh, point. I mean I don't want point fingers and stuff like that, but yeah. There's no the cover two call, you know. We just gotta get up, stuff like that. We just gotta do our job. That's basically what it is. It's, you know, just yeah, we just gotta do our job. That's how that play works. If we do our job, that's the play nutted. Well, execute it. Yeah, no pointing fingers there, you just just throwing Josiah Scott right under the bus. Welcome back to the IP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas Show, Julio, 215-592-9494 to hop in, react. The Eagles giving Darius Slay permission to seek a trade. And you, that was from the Cowboys game, the third and 30 they gave up. It's the third in Galveston for me. That's a oh, great call. One of my favorite parallels. Oh, my man. goodness. That, that right there. I think I missed that like in the moment. And then, I, like, listen, I – See, to add some perspective to this, now I can see why people may maybe think mm-hmm. that, that chemistry stuff locker room, maybe, maybe, because you did throw some. Like you didn't take it. Didn't sound like you took any accountability on that play. Maybe they said if Josiah Scott did his He's job. Like, hey, well, he was like, well, you know, people just got to do their job, and it was like, well, you're the trail technique. He was like, well, yeah, you know, but uh, whatever. Like, yeah, that's a bad look. That that like. He's got a C on his chest. Yeah. You're captain. You you and that's a young you player can't. he's throwing on the bus, yeah, too. That's yeah, not another you vet. Do that. You can't do that. Man. Yeah, look, there, there's throwing players under the bus, <laughs> and then he he threw him under the bus, then drove back and forth over it. Yeah. I, I don't there's nothing there's no saving anybody from that comment that you made. That's just not that's nothing that you want your captain saying. That is not how you want your captain reacting to a play that cost you the way that, that play cost you. You don't want him not, you know, it, Hey, take accountability. 
even though it's not your fault, you know, just say it is and keep it moving. Just say it's on me. I mean, yeah. like that's what captains do. Yeah, that was a frustrating moment and a frustrating game for the Eagles. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. Back to the phone lines here. Your reaction here as the Eagles have granted Darius Slay permission to seek a trade. Now we're seeing a lot of stuff fly out that this just doesn't mean he's not going to be here, and it's just negotiations. Hugh, it feels to me like he's not going to be I here. I don't think he's going to be here. I think that there's a lot of pride swallowing that you have to do when, you know, you're scheduled to make $17 million and then they come at you and say, hey, we need you to take a pay cut. I am i don't see anybody that's willing to take that haircut. I don't see it happening. No, not for a player wanted to, you know, either a raise or an extension a couple of weeks ago. 215-592-9494. Willie is in Holmesburg Willie! on WFA. What's up, Willie? Yeah. How you doing, man? How you doing, Mr. Joe Douglas? What's going I mean, on, man? How you doing? Hey, Willie. You doing, you're my favorite, yeah, you're my favorite you. player. And, of course, Joe, you're my favorite uh, analyst. Thank you. Hey, Willie, we love you, buddy. What are you thinking today? Uh, all right. This is my thing. Um, Mr. Douglas, I totally agree with you because uh, Darius Slay was supposed to be traded. This guy did not perform well during that Dallas game. It was Remember, it was 3rd and 30. He allowed 30 yards. T.Y. Hunt caught the pass. From there, that moment to now, I said, this guy's – during the Super Bowl, he didn't perform well. I said he's going to be get traded, and you know, and fill some. You know, now the offense is built, the structure's there. Now we have to fill in the holes where Harry Roseman out there, you know, pick some defensive backs working the secondary, also a defensive line, and you know, I'm glad he brought John Desai because if you look at his analytics on 2020 Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. he was third against the passing mm-hmm. and placed tight nickel defense. He was, he was pretty good. I'm glad they brought him in. Yeah, and that's probably what – you know what, Joe, that's what I was saying. It's probably because Slade doesn't fit the style of corners that he wants to have on his right. team. And it's a good it's a good possibility that that's, that's what it is just strictly that. He doesn't like the way that these corners play. He wants to upgrade those positions. Yeah, and look, it, it looked, if Darius Slay was 28 years old, I, I think they probably re- restructure his deal and they keep him. They could probably give him more money. They give him an extension. They give him years. But he's 32. I mean, I, there's just not many corners in NFL history that play at a really super high level, 33, 34, 35 years old. Hugh, this this is not surprising. It's funny. We first brought this up last week. Howard mentioned it. Some people were like, where's this coming from? This no, why would they Why would they get rid of Darius Slay talking about his cap hit? That doesn't matter, like the dead cap. When they traded uh, Carson Wentz, they took, they took the biggest dead cap ever. And then with the Falcons last year with Matt Ryan, wasn't yeah. like a 50. Teams don't care about that anymore. If they if they want to move on and they think they're better moving on, they'll move on. Yeah, and that's basically what this is about. You're, you're trying, right now, the most important players on the field are more than likely the offensive players, especially the quarterback position. And everybody else, with with a, a bet, lack of a better way of saying it, is expendable. They're expendable. There are so many young players that are coming into this league that play key positions. You can get better by adding some of these young players. Yeah, and that's what the Eagles are trying to do, especially if they get to pay their quarterback. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Xavier's up. What's up, Xavier? Zay, what's up, man? What's up, Joe? What's up, you? How y'all doing? Good, buddy. What are you Living thinking today? Hey, man, listen, just give me one minute. I just got to say this. I don't understand what's going on up there in Philly. Why is it that we finally get a cornerback that's all pro, one of the best? I mean, if you look around look at, look at around and look at all of the cornerbacks in the league, they all have him in their top five cornerbacks in the league right now. I don't care about age, 32, 31, 29. He's still in top five form right now. So the fact that we just so quick to want to give him away, I understand the cap hit, and I understand that, yes, would I like him to work? with us and get down to a better number, of course. But at the same time, though, just to say that, just to put all this faith in Howie that he's just going to go and draft a quarterback, like when's the last time he's drafted a quarterback? 
Well, it's been a while. I mean, Xavier, I think we could agree on that. It, they have they you have know. whiffed at that position drafting. I mean, the the best the best draft pick at corner probably in the last I don't know eight ten years is probably Jalen Mills, a sixth round pick. You know, back in what was exactly. that twenty sixteen. So yeah, it's been a weakness for them. But Xavier, you say top five. How much does because the pass rush they have? Like, is he that good? I, I don't I don't know if he's a top five corner. I mean, listen, the pass rush wasn't getting home in, in the second week of the season when we played Minnesota, and he had to shut down Justin Jefferson, who we all think is probably top two, if not one, oh, he best was receiver in the league. He was yeah, he's a great player. Okay, so, I mean, it, it, at some point, you just got to give the man his credit. Like, I understand he talks a lot, but do you not want a guy that talks a lot? Like, I want my cornerback talking. I don't want my cornerback being over there shy and scared. Like, you got to have that confidence back there. So, I ain't mad with him talking. Let him talk. At the end of the day, if he comes back, great. If not, boy, y'all better just pray that Howie got something up his sleeve. Well, he, he ain't coming back. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he's coming back. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that. And another thing, it, I don't think it, it could potentially be, and, and, and it's not probably about his play, it could be that he doesn't fit schematically for what they want to run next year. I mean, there are okay. so many different things that, that – it could be outside of his play that why he's not here. But I, I'm willing to say this. His play has probably declined to the point where, number one, they don't feel like they have to pay him $17 million. And number two, they feel like in this draft that they could get somebody that plays the way that they want to play, that they can plug and play. That's true. I got one more thing to say. Mm-hmm. Can I just say this real quick? Um, I, I saw how y'all uh, brought up the third and 30 catch and everything like that. And the previous caller was talking about uh, Darius Slay. But let's not forget that before that that whole game, the reason why we got eight up was because uh, because our slot was gone. That's the reason why we. Yeah, Maddox was out. No, that, I mean it hurt. I mean Xavier, it, it obviously hurt. And Dak Prescott had a big game that day. Xavier, we appreciate the phone call. The other thing, and he mentioned how good he is and at top five. But like, and again, I, I knew it. We came back to that Minnesota game. That was week two against Justin Jefferson. Yeah. It's funny when it comes to Slay, everyone goes back to week two. But when we talk about Miles Sanders, everyone's like, well, he got worse as the year went on. Same thing with Slay, right? Yeah, it's a week-to-week. Like, listen, people, I mean, I, I understand how you feel the way you feel, but this is a week-to-week thing, and you get graded every week. You get graded every week in the NFL. Either you grade out high, you grade out the same, or you decline. And I'm pretty sure with them deciding to make the move that they're, they're going to make or potentially are going to make, that's what they feel. They feel like he has not graded out to the point where he deserves $17 million coming back next year. And he doesn't deserve a, a longer deal. I mean, he's not coming back for you know a year. He's going to want an extension on this deal. I'm totally fine with it. And look, they they might be able to take the money and re-sign one of these other guys we talked about for two weeks here. Tom is in Abington. What's up, Tom? Yo, fellas. How we doing tonight? Hey, what's going on? Hey, Tom. Doing? What's up, buddy? All right. So, uh, topic of the day, Darius, go away, slay. <laughs> I, I knew you'd have something prepared. Yeah, I mean, let's call this for what it is, guys. It's an aging cornerback who literally, I mean, right in front of our eyes, lost a step halfway through the season. He was great against uh, Justin Jefferson, yes, Joe. But let's let's call it for what it is. We all saw what we saw the last half of the season. No doubt. Yeah, Tom, he wasn't that same guy in the second half of the season. And it's funny, you know, he gets looked at as the guy and Bradbury as the number two. Bradbury made all all pro. Slay did not make all pro. Like, Bradbury had a strong full season. Slay had a strong half a season. Yeah, I I have no issues with letting him go and going with these, uh, you know, young wildcats, right? However, um, I I just don't see – and letting Johnson go, CJ, GJ. I mean, a, a, a 25-year-old player, versatile at multiple positions. He's a ball hawk. He's a playmaker. 
how do you let this guy walk out of your building? Because the same thing. He doesn't fit potentially what you might run and run in the secondary. That's the only thing I can think of for the fact that, you know, we go into this thing, we go into this offseason, and one of the conversations that was being had is how we are potentially going to franchise tag CJGJ. Yep, Ray Dittinger said it. Yes. Surprise. Then right. you go back, you go from that to now they're saying they're, gonna, they're not going to franchise tag it. That that's what that says to me. I don't I don't think that has anything to do with what anybody said about anybody. I just think that they feel that there's a chance in this draft or in free agency to upgrade at that position. Yeah, and Tom, that one is surprised to me just because his age, right, Tom? That that he, yeah. like, if he wasn't an eagle, we would be talking about him as the kind of guy they sign in free agency, 25, 26 years old. That that's the of all of these guys, he's the one. You and I are on the same page. It's it's kind of bizarre. It's like he's gone. I mean, we had Dawkins, then we had Jenkins. This guy is that guy, can be that guy going forward. And if he doesn't fit into the size defensive scheme, I don't know if I want this guy as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, I, you know, I hope maybe there's something. Yeah, Tom, we appreciate it. You know, again, with all this stuff in free agency, we don't know. We'll see what the market bears. There's a chance next week that they sign Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. It's it, a chance. It's going to happen. Like, you, you never know. And, I, and I, think, I think that, to be fair, come on, folks, we got to be fair to the to the to the defensive coordinator, because you you don't know what he has in store for this defense. And I'm just gonna give you a little bit of revisionist history. I remember when Jim Johnson got here, Willie T was not factored into what Jim Johnson wanted to do. They got they really T wasn't here. Mm-hmm. But then we went and got Carlos Simmons a, a couple years later, and we had Jeremiah Trotter, and we were a much better defensive unit because of that. So just just give them a chance. I know we are stuck in our ways when it comes to, to certain players that we like and the way that we like to think and the philosophy and everything. But nobody's taking these jobs and, and, and uh, you know, revamping defenses to be worse, especially when you talk about a top-tier defense that you had last year. Coach Desai ain't coming in here talking about, hey, you know what? I'm going to trade away some of the best players so I can be garbage next year and get talked bad about. Nobody's trying to do that. <laughs> Sean Desai does not want to become Jonathan Gannon 2.0. I just want to be terrible next year, so I'm going to go ahead and trade away my best corner so that I can be terrible. So Come on. Come what on you're now. saying is you're trying to tell Philadelphia fans to give the defensive just coordinator give a, a chance? Just give him a shot. Give him a shot. Just give him a shot. I mean, that might be the craziest thing you've said in the whole three and a half weeks that you've been I'm, I'm being hot takey. <laughs> yeah, give I'm the DC a, a shot. I've been around my man Jack Fritz. <laughs> You know how it works around here? How many weeks into the season until Sean decides a moron around here? Three Uh, weeks, two weeks, a week and a half? I hope not because, boy, if if he's a moron, they about to let me have it. What's up, Bird Gang? Yeah, well, do do you wish Gannon was back here? Can't wait for that show in mid-September. Ed's in Phoenixville. What's up, Ed? Hey, guys. How's it going? What's going on, man? Hey, Ed. So I was thinking about what Desai should do with our DB situation, and it involves – Play, not really being here and hear me out on this one um while i i'll agree that guys like richard sherman and woolen don't grow on trees in the third day of the draft do you think he may lean towards having bigger rangier corners to like operate in a cover three or are they just going to try to find the best db available where they're picking at i'll let you guys uh, talk about it. Thanks. For no, the call. It's a, well, yeah, and we appreciate it. I mean, Woolen was the rookie that the Seahawks drafted last year. Desai had, and he wasn't yeah. a high pick. I mean, it did look at look at look at the uh, corners that are having success now. Look at like a Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner, like what six two, something like that. Yeah, he's a bigger corner. Mm-hmm. That that's that's the ebb and flow of the NFL and can run. Not saying that 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 um, Darius Slay is not a big corner, but you want somebody that has a little bit of range. You probably want to lock some people up. And allow these these uh, defensive linemen to get after some folks a little bit. It you never know, 
that's why I say is you have to try to be open minded as much as you possibly can with these changes that are going to happen. Because, like I said, nobody's coming in here taking this defensive coordinator job, looking at this defense and how dynamic it was last year or how, you know, it could have been better and saying, hey, you know what? I'm just going to come and make it worse. I'm not, I'm not trying to capitalize or, or, or change anything because I, I just want to, you know, I'm going to make it worse. He's trying to make this defense better. He saw some flaws from watching film, and he said, hey, you know what? I think we can do better here. I think that if we can get better play from this position to do this, that, or whatever, that we can get more out of that defensive line. And it's probably real talk because he has the interview with, with, with Howie, with Sirianni. Like, yeah. yeah the what pretty- do you see? He probably asked him, hey, what did you see was the issue with our, with our team that lost the Super yeah. Bowl? And, he, and look, Desai might say, yeah, he's a good player, but I, I, honestly, is he worth the money we're going to pay him next year? I don't know. I mean, probably not. And that, that could guide all of us. 215-592-9494. Back to the phones in a minute here. But we did uh, we do want to address a brewing controversy here, Kyle, at, at WIP. So um, I know the overnight show, John Johnson, always has a, a lot of different segments. Yes. Is there a new one we need to hear yeah. about? Yeah, it's the uh, fastest growing overnight show, as, as he likes to call it. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a debut of a new segment. Uh, I believe mm-hmm. it, it. This was unveiled around right around 3 a.m. last okay. night. Okay, it's called the Moron Segment. Oh, so, um, okay. the, the subject of said Moron Segment, the the inaugural Moron Segment, was you, Joe. Oh, Ooh, yeah, it's a uh, tough, tough uh, to shot, shot to fire, bar, boy. Question yeah. I asked you earlier about punching one of your coworkers. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, okay. Maybe maybe I have a different answer after hearing this. Yeah, okay. So, so let, we'll uh, we'll we'll play this for you a little bit. This Go ahead. is um, John Johnson unveiling his brand new Moron Segment on the Overnight Show. In the intro, first ever Moron Edition segment, I got to do it. I have to call out the brand new midday host, Joe Giglio. (laughs) Mr. Joe Giglio, you're a moron. So, uh, as a brief disclaimer, you know, when you're doing sports talk and when you do a show five days a week, there are periods of the sports calendar year that are slower than others. So, it is your job to get creative, to think about a variety of different topics, to discuss. Some are hits, some are misses. I cannot think of a bigger miss than what Joe Giglio tried to pull out on Thursday to demand Jason Kelsey retire, that the Eagles need to move on. That is absurd. How dare you? All right, I'm done. I'm about to cross a line here. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> that right there is our first ever moron segment. And the first ever moron, one of our own, Joe Giglio. Joe, Yo. you disappoint me. <gasps> e! So I, I, so how should I feel here? So I, I, I mean, that's, no, you, it's big, I, I'm the I, first can moron. I suggest, the first one. Can I suggest how you handle this? Yeah, go ahead. No, I probably shouldn't. But I am anyway. <laughs> Y'all need to just go and clear out this little place we eat over here. Yeah. And y'all should just square off. A little rumble. And have a, gloves. Slap, have a slap boxing. Because, con- see, slap boxing ain't as bad as, like, punching somebody. Because it's like you're slapping them. So have a, they should have a slap box fight. Well, you know what we should do? Because there was rumblings um, from John Marks and Joe DeCamera, a potential boxing match between those two. Yeah, and then that never came to fruition. It did. Then so, that was an Odyssey so, HR thing? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe well, you could be the undercard. That's why I suggest slap boxing. Yeah. Slap boxing is not bad. They do it in the hood all the time. You get slap box fights, and if you lose, then you just have to renounce whatever it is you said negative. Would you be the undercard to uh, to, to John and Joe, or would they be no, the undercard I'm, to you? Listen, I, I'm friends with everybody here so far. I have no beef with anybody. But it's clear 
that my partner has beef now. I'll be in his his corner. So my my official response to this, number one, (laughs) I am honored to be the first moron of the moron segment. (laughs) Two, I'm I'm very happy that we gave content to John Johnson. You know what? You know what I don't like right now. What's that, partner? You you taking the high road in situations like this. You need to. You sometimes you need to get your uniform. Well, dirty, I understand man. that, but sometimes we're all we're all you, teammates you need here. To get your we're uniform all teammates dirty. here. What and did Deion Sanders say? I would take the high road, but I do not know the address. Yeah, well, Deion doesn't. I think the there address. needs to be a slap box fight. And why? By the way, I just want to let you know. John Johnson been working out a little bit, so I'm just letting no, you John, know. Well, John, I watched John. We did. I forget why this happened. Was he was in here with me once, and for some reason, like there was like, can someone do 50 straight push-ups? That guy. John Johnson. Do... Hey, he been in the gym. No, John's a strong dude. Um, the last thing I'll say. The last point on this, and I love John. But you love the show. Range, though. I like. I like my partner chances though. Snap I got longer, probably fight. longer arms. I'm just saying, it, it's it's big talk from a guy that spends a lot of his show eating snacks on the air. I'm, I'm just. <laughs> it's just. It's big talk. Okay. Shots fired. It's just big talk. That's what I'm talking about right there. I love John. That's what I'm talking about. I love John. No, it's all all good fun. You should do a slap. I, I, I still vote for the slap box. I just like wonder how many times. I can make more on of the night. I mean, now, now, now we'll find out. I got to track more on the night. But no, I love John Johnson. We're just having fun. Let's talk to David in Northeast Philly. What's up, David? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Hey, David. Hey, I just had um, a quick question regarding uh, the Slay thing. So I kind of agree to you guys that I think he's going to get traded. Just my only question is what potentially they could get. Because I know, like, there were rumors spreading about Ramsey potentially getting like, like getting traded from the Rams also, and mm-hmm. I know that they wanted like pretty high picks, but with Slay's contract and like you guys said, he might potentially want a new one also, and he is he's he's older than Ramsey a little bit. I wanted to know what um, what the Eagles might get if they would trade Slay. So we were uh, Elliot Elliot on earlier. He speculated maybe a fourth round pick. David, I, I don't think there's like a Slay for Ramsey swap, but I I like the idea of Ramsey. We talked about that last week. Um, it depends. I think Peter King threw out a late first-round pick the Rams would want for Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, David, it's it's interesting, and we appreciate the phone call, Hugh. I don't think there'd be a, like a one-for-one one there, but no. if the Eagles could remake the secondary and get Jalen Ramsey, I, I I'd be for that. Mm, I don't know about that. He's I, twenty-eight. I think, he's younger I, than all these guys. Yeah, he's he's twenty-eight, but still, I think that you know when you talk about potentially giving up a first-round draft pick, I would rather take my chances with some of these young young Thundercats that we've been talking about as opposed to going out and getting an older corner that not, number one, I'm going to have to give up one of my first-round draft picks right. for, and number two, I'm going to have to re, I'm gonna have to resign him. So I, I, I don't want to do that. I would take my chances and, and do everything that I possibly can to get some young talent yeah, on this team. The, the, the Ramsey thing, though, could play into the Eagles market for Slay. You, you know, it, you, if there's people out there, teams out there who want a corner, right? They want a veteran corner. They want a good one, an established one. The Eagles probably could be like, hey – We'll you we'll take a three or four for Slay. You don't got to pay a for you know, the, the cost is a first round pick for Jalen Ramsey. Just give us your fourth, third or fourth round pick. You could have Darius Slay. Hugh, I, I think by next week, by Monday, Tuesday, I agree with Elliot on this. This thing could be resolved. He could either be cut, or the Eagles could find a trade partner. And I just keep looking at all of their their lack of draft picks in the middle of the draft. Right, they don't have a fourth round pick. They don't have a fifth round pick. It feels like they want to add these picks here and, and slay is a way to do it and clear cap space. Yeah, that's what it feels like. When you're making moves like this, like this is a chess move because you're looking down the chessboard and you're trying to figure out potentially what could be there, what could upgrade your team. You're just not going to trade him away and not have some kind of plan that you, you have to put in place. These are conversations, people, that are being had as we speak. As we talk on the air, mm-hmm. the Eagles are trying to figure out potentially – who's going to take Slay's place, whether it be another free agent 
or whether it be in the draft who they potentially could target that they feel could fit into what Coach Desai is trying to do in that secondary. Yeah, no, it, it all factors in. 215-592-9494 to hop in. All right, coming up, our Champ Camp check-in. And this is a fun one. We're going to do a crossover here. Marks and Reese, they're live in Clearwater. Both John and Ike will join us on the other side. A lot to talk about. We've got to get their thoughts on, obviously, this whole Darius Slay situation. Brandon Graham re-signing with the Eagles. Their interview with Bryce Harper yesterday. The Andrew Painter situation. And do we think the smiles have been wiped off their face after the, the fanboy photo yesterday? By the way, did you see they cropped Jack out on the website? Did you see that? They did. They cropped him out on the oh, website. Nobody beats their meat. Yeah. <laughs> and, wait, and, wait, wait a minute. What was that? <laughs> Never mind. You Nobody know what? beats their meat. <laughs> we'll, we'll ask them all about it coming up next. Mark's a re- <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, it is a champ camp check. And welcome back to BIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. So usually we do these champ camp check-ins earlier in the show, but today we have a special one here, you is we're being joined by the entire afternoon show down in Clearwater, Florida. Yo! What's up, guys? What's up, fellas? Here's How you doing, man? Pitch. Phillies are on the who's who's pitching, Jack? Wheeler. Zach Wheeler on here's the pitch. Yes, uh, the game's going on right now, fellas. How are you? We're good. Uh, and, and today, as I'm sure you guys are getting ready for the show, t- today might have been our, our craziest day of news around here. I don't even know where we started. There was so many stories, yeah. breaking stories, man. My head was spinning. Yeah, well, so we'll get to the Philly stuff, and, and we want to talk to you guys about talking to Harper yesterday, especially the photo Jack was cropped out of. But, but let, let's start with uh, – <laughs> I like how you did that. Let, let's start with petty. Slay, guys. <laughs> w- what do you think? I mean, it, it, this feels like Darius Slay is going to be out of here within a couple days. Yeah, yeah. I mean, anytime a team gives you permission to seek a trade, that's letting you know uh, that they are uh, 
at least willing to move on from you. And I know they sort of couched it as if there's a possibility he could return. I just don't. I just don't see that. Um, they get fair compensation for him. I don't even know what that would be. What you would ask for? Um, I, I don't know if this. I, I know. I don't. I don't feel good about this. This. This isn't one of those things where I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, good. They're getting rid of Slay. Like I. I don't feel that way, man. I. I like Slay uh, as a player. I think he's better than a lot of people give him credit for. Uh, I understand the price tag and at his age, so I get why the Eagles would at least look to restructure. And if they can't agree upon a number, he's gonna have to find somewhere else to play. But I. I begin to. To. To be concerned. How good are we going to be this year? And what are we looking at on that side of the football, the defensive side of the football? You know what? Because, I, because moving on from Slade, does that it doesn't automatically mean they're going to pay pay James Bradbury. So we could be without both of our starting corners next year. That that's I that's where I'm at. Because like when I first got here, we talked about this secondary. We talked about the lack of of pass rush. We talked about the lack of black blitzing and everything. And the one question that I had, and I still have it, and it kind of you know it kind of validates how I was thinking. If they're not blissing like we think they should, they must not have that much confidence in their secondary. So with that being said, how do you think they're going to build this secondary? Because it's like you you know just what I do. There's only two ways you're going to do that. So which way are you thinking they're going to go with all of this? Man, you know, I don't know if they, they have the, the confidence and faith in their own evaluation at that position. It's mm. been a long time since we drafted a corner and developed him, and he became a player uh, in this league. So with that being the case, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they went the route of trying to go free agency to, to get a young corner, somebody that's already been in the league that's coming off a rookie deal mm-hmm. potentially. I I don't know how, how many times you can do the one-year guy. We went from Steve Nelson to, to, to James Bradbury last year. I, I don't know. The last time they – when they got Darius Slade, they traded for him. They mm-hmm. traded for him. He's been a pro bowler two out of the three years that he's been here. So that's where they've gotten their best play, I mean, best cornerback from. It's either via trade or via free agency. They have not done that through the draft. And as much as we may want them to draft a corner, I just don't know if that's that's the road they're going to go down. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. You know, the Swiss gears just a little bit, Joe. Jack. Not there, not here. Fritz. He's not there. Fritz is not there because I was about to ask him why they crap him out the prison. But I guess <laughs> oh. I can't ask that question now. So we, I guess well, yeah, he's not. He's moving. not. He's not uh, he want to know why? Why they crop you out the picture? Because yeah, because he's not important <laughs> enough to be in the picture. There we I go. just, want, I just wanted to hear somebody well, say. Well, it. Once again, I'm being suppressed by the station. <laughs> I, but, I, I, uh, yeah. Suppressed? They're giving you a new, your own show. I've never seen the the, the, organ, the organized press release <laughs> and media uh, foul. Listen. Well, I just want to know how many coworkers are you taking shots at today, Julio? I mean, I, I hear some big stuff going on. Taking I, shots. I want them to slap. Box. No, no, no. Slap boxing ain't bad. I'm just, I'm just trying to keep order. everything in order yes. around here. Hey, I tell them in the hood, slap boxing ain't bad. Don't <laughs> nobody get shot. Ain't nobody getting hurt. They just get slapped around a little bit. Well, until the one guy forgets that it's slap boxing and he really hits you. Yeah. I don't see. I see if anybody forgets it's slap boxing, I don't think it's gonna be my partner. 
Oh, Joe? No, well, Joe yeah, ain't Listen, listen. Jan Janssen is strong, too, man. Yeah, no, John. Yeah, no, yeah. That, I told Listen, yeah. that's the first Andre. thing I told you. I said, hey, yo, you know, John looked like he'd been working out a little bit, dog. I'm just you honored. Use, the the first moron of the night. I'm just, I'm honored to be the first moron of the night. <laughs> Congratulations, um, Joe. All right, before we get back to all this, I have to ask you guys. So yesterday, and you mentioned the press release, so we, we found out that Jack's going to be hosting Fritz at Six, which, which is awesome. We congratulate Jack for that. But I, I have a, a really important question after your after the interview with uh, with Bryce Gee, Harper. What are you laughing at? I'm you. just what, laughing. Why is this I'm so funny? Laughing. I'm, I'm sorry, Jack. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I promise you. <laughs> no, I, this is, I have a really important question. This is for m- both Marks and Reese, okay? Yes. So, uh, obviously, we're And we heard that he listens to you guys, which is awesome. And he, see, he, he obviously likes Jack, right? He's a fan of Jack and thinks he's so I like for saying what he just said, huh? But you get mad at me for laughing. Okay. I have a, I have a real worry about Jack now. It's like so J- Jack realizes like if you're going to do this and he's going to be on every night, he's going to have to be critical of players when they're not playing well. Guys, do you think Jack will ever, for the rest of Bryce Harper's career, be able to be critical if he's not playing well? Let me answer. No. (laughs) So there's an gentlemen. There's an easy answer to that. He will hold his criticism until he knows Bryce is at the park. Oh, he can say whatever he wants to. Bryce's commute likely is in the two o'clock hour. But I will say this: Bryce did also say he likes the criticism because he's a Philly guy and he knows that we got a job to do as well. Oh, so it's yeah, fit. now you exactly feel like you right. got I'm the not, green light. Not, I, he ain't Joe, gonna do I, it. I, I, yeah, I don't see it. He ain't I gonna don't do see it. it, Jack. And you talk it best. Tough. He talked it best. Down. It'll be like pillow fight. Yes, he'll couch, he is. he'll couch his criticism, right? As if he understands whatever Bryce is going through. Well, I mean, it's hard to criticize a guy that's going to hit 500 home runs, going to the Phillies, yeah. uh, going to the uh, Hall of Fame as a Philly. Yeah, well, he projects. He, he doing too. some serious projecting too, there, brother. Well, wait, and this is how smart Bryce is. See, Bryce and I have the same birthday, so I'm also on the payroll. Hold so on, I, I don't even criticize him. You fan a little bit? You fan? Oh, no, <laughs> not my, not hard, my dog. <laughs> you, you, he, he's almost no, like the yeah. prototypical perfect hold, hold Philly up, athlete. Hold up, John so Marks. Don't act, like, don't act like you wasn't over there smiling like an eight-year-old school <laughs> I am, girl I'm, either, I'm, man. No, I'm, I'm telling don't you. Don't act he, like that. I'm telling you he's above the there's, he's above the boot. There's nothing that you can possibly <laughs> criticize him for. Everything he says, like, like Hugh, uh, we're doing the interview. And I've, this is a couple times we've interviewed him. And while he's talking, I'm thinking, this guy's got to be full of crap. He can't be this perfect in how he's answering every question, but he is. So that so you fell so you fell in love, and now you're not going to be. Him. You're not going to be critical beard, either. The hair, I like. He had listen, some listen. frosted tips. The beard was perfect. Listen, oh my! This he, guy can hit 150 in the re- afternoon. Just going to say the MVP ridiculous. now. I can't believe that. But you know what really shocked me? Because, I, you know, I expect that from John yeah, we'll, Mark. We'll, no, we'll let you all criticize No, yeah, I respect yeah, that we'll from defend. John Mark. Joe Giglio tried to trade him for Soto. Well, <laughs> anyone's Kelsey to, to kick yes. off. No, no, listen. Listen. That Soto idea was a good one, all right? It, it was just, a great idea. Okay. That was a great take. By the that way, when he great... Marks, when he said he listens to you guys, I thought about, like, was he listening the day you and I talked about <laughs> he that? Might have I was like, oh, no. <laughs> he heard it. <laughs> he might. No, he, that's his he routine. He might have been he listening. Was. Exactly, yes. He might have been. He said the good and the bad. So he's obviously heard your take, Joe. So the other thing I want to ask you about the interview, because <laughs> it, it was a great interview. The one thing I, th- I thought about when he answered the question, John, you, you asked him about the at-bat and the home run against the Padres. It just struck me how mature he is now. Like, I don't think he hits that home run at the age of 25. Like, the way he described to you guys about how he was just in the moment. Like, I, I don't know, five, six years ago, I, I, th- I don't think he hits that home run. 
Well, and and if you just think about how he reacted when he hit the home run, it was almost as if he was not surprised. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't going crazy like like the rest of us was. He and then he when he explained he wanted to take everything in and and sort of I, part of me was like, well, hold on, that could be construed as uh you was sort of pimping it around the bases as you were slowly yeah. running. He was. And, but but he explained it. He was really trying to soak it all in and See to me, like when Jordan hit that hit that that shot against Utah, mm-hmm. you know he didn't jump up and down like everybody else. He left his hand in the air, posing because he expected it to go in. Right, he expected it to go in, and that's how Bryce hit that home run in the playoffs last year. He wasn't as shocked as we were. He expected to do that. Who so, was more calm in the moment, Jay Wright after the the Chris Jackson shot? Oh my or, God, or Bryce? Jay Wright. I don't even know if Jay Wright had a pulse in that yeah. moment. It's got to be Jay Wright, yeah. just because that was like. And he said, bang. Bang. Yeah. <laughs> National championship. Holy bang. crap. Yeah. Yeah. That, now, that, that, that is a perfect sort of, um, if you want to describe Jay Wright and how cool he is, that, that perfectly describes him right there. Yeah. His so, reaction. So to let me break up this love fest first. just a little bit. <laughs> Can I just break it up hey, just man, a little listen, bit? Hey, man, listen. I thought you guys wanted us on here. No, to we do. Us, want, man. But I'm just saying, this love, I, like, I'm surprised that, like, I got of all the people, I'm surprised that you the most. Because you're the most critical individual I know, but the love fest that you're displaying right now, dog, I'm just like, man. Ooh. Yeah, I, I don't understand. So let me ask you guys this question, but I'm a, I, I think I already know the answer. Joe, Joe Giglio proposes to me this morning. When you talk about the two teams and who could, who's quicker to win a championship in the next couple years, is it, is it Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles or is it Bryce Harper and the Phillies? No, oh, it's Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. I'm surprised you said that. Like as much as you pontificated and man love on Bryce Harper, I, I, I didn't, as that smile I didn't yesterday, know, I didn't know what I didn't know what I was going to get. But I'm surprised. I, you, so you, so the Ike Reese that I know is still in there. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, listen, listen. It's it's harder in baseball, right? Um, the Phillies are in arguably the best division in baseball. You think about the Mets and the, Mets and are the, the wild card. I the yeah. Mets are the wild card. And well, all and, and and you throw Atlanta in there, so you're talking about three of the top teams in the National League. So, like, the Phillies can get to the playoffs, and they still have a difficult road to even yeah. get to the World Series, whereas the Eagles, come on, man, we cakewalking through the NFC, man. That's that's how we're doing. As long as we have some, corner, some corners out there right. and the safeties, we'll get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, defense don't win championships no more, y'all. <laughs> I, I, I've been saying that all week. I've been I know, trying to get my partner. It's unbelievable. That defense don't win championships Eagles Hall no of more. Famer in here but doesn't want defensive players. <laughs> I'm it just, is, it's hey, ridiculous. I just see the writing on the wall. All the money is on the offensive side of the ball. Well, that's true. All, that's, that's, that's where all that's the money is. And yes. the simple fact that we – Tra- what they say, they was a top three uh, coverage defense in the league last year? Yeah. You yeah. talk about getting rid of everybody. So what that tell you? Hey, the love, the love is lost for the defensive players. It ain't the same. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Let, let's talk about the Painter thing. Is that new? That also was news that broke this morning. Uh, John, what's what's the uh, the vibe down there about your reaction to the Painter thing? I mean, it's I, I guess in the moment it's not horrendous, right? It's not, they're not recommending surgery, but right, yeah. a lot of times this is like the first step, and if it doesn't heal the right way, that's probably where this might go. Yeah, so you, you try to get a feel right because the team is going to want to have their spin. So you ask yourself, is this a spin? Because the the you know the 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 people that cover the team on a daily basis are we're pretty much saying the same thing, which was they're really not concerned about it. Obviously, it's a sprain, which is a, a small tear, but it's a sprain. It's not a good thing. 
Um, but it certainly could be worse. And I know that, that I heard from a couple people that the delay really was that the doctor was at the combine and wouldn't read. He said, I'm not reading this. I'm not reading the scan until I get back. Like mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. So that was the delay. Um, you know, a 19-year-old that, that throws with that kind of velocity, doesn't it feel like that it's at some point it's going to end up happening anyway? So maybe this maybe this year this is going to delay him to actually starting until June or July. And now he's got a shorter season, less innings, less worry about starting and stopping. But it seems like we averted something major, and we'll have to just see what happens from here. So you guys are the belief that we are going to get a chance to see him this year? I would say no. I, that, that's kind of where I was at. I don't. I don't think it's going to happen because, like, and I understand, you know, going to the combine and, and dealing with all those guys. But boy, this they were real hush hush. Mm-hmm. They were real hush hush about that. And then I was reading up a little bit on the UCLs. This could take anywhere from a month to two months just for him to even feel normal. Yeah, yeah, and and it's great that he was more of a luxury. And if he could have contributed, it would have been awesome to watch him. Um, with the ball club this year, but this is a club that's ready to win right now. Uh, thankfully, we don't need need him in the rotation, so they don't have to rush him back. They got to be smart with this because he is the future. So they have to be smart and not try to get him out there. As a matter of fact, they should be overly cautious with him, and, and that's why I don't think we we would see him because I just think they they they're going to say, you know what, there is no there is no reason to push this thing, give him all the time that he needs, and then we can just let him slowly ease back into it. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I'm i almost concerned about the future more so than I am the here and now mm. uh, with Painter because, man, it, Willer is, is getting up there. So you're going to need that top of the rotation talent, and, and he is the prize possession. They can't mess around with this. They they, they really can't mess around and and, and – Force him, or not, I shouldn't say force him, rush him back out there sooner than he needs to be. Yeah, and that's why I think Boris is involved, too, because he's, he's thinking about, obviously, the kids' future. Of course, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Last thing while we have you guys for your show coming up, um, just tell us about the vibe, and we're excited to go down there in a couple weeks to do our show, but you, you got to be the first show from, from our station head down there this spring. It, it just it just talking to fans here, it just feels different. Like, it, it's been... I mean, since there hasn't been this much spring training excitement, John, since 2011. I know the Bryce Harper year was exciting because they landed one of the biggest names, the best players in baseball. But, like, coming off a World Series appearance, what is it like down there? Uh, I would say the just from from players uh, player standpoint, we talked to Marsh today. That's going to be uh, – we're going to have that today. We obviously talked to Bryce. We talked to Thompson. Who else did we talk, talk to? Anyway – you get a feel of real confidence like these guys know like we are talented. We were talented before. We added Trey Turner who is the best free agent in baseball and he's actually perfect for our lineup on top of it and when Bryce comes back like look out. Look at the lineup. Brandon Marsh said to us today, he's like, you know, he's trying to improve as a hitter, but he knows the pressure's not on him. He's got to go out there and field his position and get big hits, right? So it's a really really well-balanced lineup and this team knows they're talented. Now it's a matter I I worry about starting pitching. I'm worried about the starting pitching this year. I'm worried about Nola and Wheeler, and um, and how good starting pitching you get. But people well, and Rangers now banged up. Too. Rangers now banged up. Yep. Painter's out. He would have been a guy that that would have at least been able to help with depth. So it's not a great start to the to the season pitching wise. And and the other thing that, that you hear is that Wheeler and Nola don't like the pitch clock. Um. So I I, I wonder how much the, it's going to take. Maybe a little bit of time to adjust to that. Um. Once the season starts, but um. Everybody's pumped up, man. It's like old times down here in Clearwater when they were good. Yep. 
Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Guys, we'll be listening today. Thank you. Uh, thanks for hopping on, and uh, we'll talk soon. And uh, enjoy the rest of your time down there. Have a good yeah, one. Yeah, man. Add a little more positivity to your show, man. Yep. Yeah. Stop, oh, really? stop attacking no. coworkers. No. Hey, no. Hugh, wait, is no. this, are you a Brave fan? Is that why you're getting on <laughs> oh, this so, about? Oh, so now you want to you yeah, have part yeah. at asking. the end of the segment right I don't now. Know, I, don't, I don't know so where So that's how you do. You hit allegiance. below the belt when the segment's <laughs> over. It's all good, John. I, 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 I get it. No, I, like to be honest, I was a Braves fan until I moved to, back to Philadelphia. Interesting. Interesting. You know how this game works. <laughs> See you guys. All, All right, right, fellas. Have a good one. There they go. Uh, that was fun talking to them. And, yeah, I mean, the vibe is off charts. But the, they're, the, they're right at the end there. Like, you, Painter's not necessary, but he was depth. And now depth is, you know, if they have yeah. – if Nola or Wheeler go down a little bit. Then, we, then we're in a – I don't want to say screwed, but we're in, in a an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. I mean, it, I always think depth is good until you have to use it. Then all of a sudden you're out of depth. Or let's, get, let's get a phone call. Or Mad Mike. King of Prussia. What's up, Mike? Mike. Hey, hey guys. Congratulations on the uh, new show, Joe Giglio. Uh, Thank you, Mike. Douglas, you were always one of my favorites, especially you, when sir. you crushed Jim Miller. One of my favorite <laughs> things I ever saw. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so anyway, uh, Hugh, let me just introduce you to my brand of positivity. Um, uh, big place play stinks. No place play. <laughs> I, I would welcomely drive him and his wife who talks too much on Twitter to the airport. That sounds personal. Um, and then, uh, so, and secondly, um, we've, this is classic Howie. We've seen him do this before, like where he values players that just because they have some history and he feels he has to spend money and bring them back. Brandon Graham, who let's be honest, has had a mediocre career except for one big moment. Uh, like he, he shouldn't be back. I, I don't, I don't want to hear about leadership. The guy has always been an underperformer and last year's 11 sacks was all because everybody else around him, not what he was doing. And I just, I, I just, I don't know why, how he continues to waste money on, on past memories just because people like people that smile a lot. Well, to, to, oh, I think you could probably pick up on him. Uh, Mad Mike has been anti Brandon Grant for a long time. You guys, uh, you could hear it. You can hear it. Wow. And anti Howie Roseman and his stupid moves, and I guarantee you, he, he's going to try and draft a cornerback, and he's going to screw that up again because they've never <laughs> been able to draft one since Lito Shepard. Well, that at that point, I don't disagree with you, Mike. The corner's been a problem here, Mike. We appreciate Mad Mike. If you ever see, there's a video floating around a long time ago. I told you, Joel Embiid retweeted that video. It's like a call from my show criticizing yeah. him like four years ago. The voice, everyone thought it was me ripping him. It was Mike. Oh, so Mike's infamous. Oh, he's yeah, he's Mad Mike. He's he goes always by mad. mad Mike. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand why he has so much hate for Brandon Graham when Brandon Graham has one of the greatest, hands down, greatest eagle moments in the history of the birds. Well, I'm going to peel back a layer of uh, Mad Mike for you here, Hugh. So uh, he actually, there, there's a tweet going around from pretty much immediately following the Brandon Graham strip sack on Tom Brady from Mad Mike. Talking about how Brandon Graham is the greatest thing to ever walk oh. this earth. And thank you so much for oh. delivering me the best moment. And so, you know, a little, little bit of fraudulence going on there with the Brandon Graham take. Yeah, the persona sometimes, you, you yeah. peel back the curtain. Yeah. Um, no, Hugh, I, I, look, if they gave Brandon Graham $12 million, I might criticize it. $6 million, up, it's, it's up to $6 million. And they need to replace a lot of snaps. Like, someone's got to play on the defense line. Now they've at least they've got some certainty there. Yeah. I have no problem with what Brandon Graham has been able to accomplish in his career. Now, granted, we can all sit back and say that he wasn't initially the guy Mm -hmm. that you wanted him to be with the first-round draft pick from Michigan. But when I think about the Philadelphia Eagles, I think about him, I think about that strip sack of Tom Brady and how me and my son were sitting there and went crazy 
when we saw that. And I was just so proud of him because I knew at that moment right then, I was like, boy, that cat right there is is not missing any meals when it comes to Philadelphia, living in Philadelphia. So that strip sack, that play, was the first time throughout the entire Super Bowl I said out loud, they're going to win the game. Yeah. Like, I mean, they had a lead, right? It wasn't like they were losing the It was like, oh, they, they're going to win this. Yeah, and and to be in a position where, you know, you tell your boss at the time, like, we're going to Philadelphia this week. Just like that, we're going to the parade. And him for him to be okay with that. Yeah, that like, must have been pretty awesome. That was a bold, that was a bold way to stay. That was a bold statement I made that day because I don't, you know, I don't do stuff like that. But I was like, yo, dog, we're going to parade. You got, you had to, gotta go to, you had to be here. You had to be here. All right, listen, listen. This was a, uh, this was a, but maybe our most interesting show. Whatever we talked about before the show, it all flew out the window when the show started today. But that was, uh, that was fun. This Slay stuff. I, I wonder if he's here by Monday. Like when we get in here Monday, he could be on a different team. He probably, he probably will be. I think that when you make uh, proclamations like that, that you know you can go seek a trade, then you get out of here as quickly as possible because they've made it clear that you know you're probably not going to be here. So you want to try to get as much money as you possibly can before other free agents start to sign. Yeah, and next week, uh, stick with WIP as always. Uh, it's coming up after us, Mark Cerise down at Clearwater, uh, Brandon Marsh, Rob Thompson. But next week's going to be a gigantic week here on WIP. Monday, Tuesday, legal tampering begins, which I love. It's like like as if they're not really talking to each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've been talking for weeks. Yeah, they'll be talking, and, we'll, and there could be a lot of breaking news on, on the air, especially during our show, Monday, Tuesday. And then, don't forget, come out and join us, McGurk's, on Wednesday. I mean, they got us working, like, what, six, seven hours on yeah, Wednesday? We yeah, I ain't signed up for that, but I guess I ain't got no choice. They got me now. I guess you did sign up. I guess you did. <laughs> we're we're going to have a lot of fun. We'll be at McGurk's Wednesday on a little bit with the morning show, doing our show, mix and match hosts, and then a little bit with the afternoon show. So we're looking forward to it. Hugh, another fun week. Yes. We get a whole month. Did this thing for a whole month. And we'll keep going. We'll be there next week. We'll be here for a while. Yeah, we'll be here for a while. We appreciate everyone listening. Great job by Kyle. So coming up next, we have Mark Cerise. They are live in Clearwater for the final of their shows uh, this week in at Philly Spring Training. Again, Rob Thompson, Mark Soldis, and Brandon Marsh, part of their show today. Keep it right here. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. Mark Cerise next on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Good day, Philadelphia. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.